Summer is here, and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to kick back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like MyBookie.ag. And with all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to $1,000 plus $25 extra free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, July 29th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my partner in crime to talk a little PGA golf for this weekend, and that is Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you today, Andrew? I'm doing well, Coach. A couple days off here as we've been gearing up for NBA starting tomorrow and uh, excited about another week of golf here. Great field down in Tennessee uh, for a WGC event, so looking forward to getting after it with you. I'm excited, man. I mean, the adrenaline is pumping so much today. I can't believe it. You know, we've got baseball, MLB. Hopefully they can continue with some of the COVID issues they've had. NBA starting tomorrow. I've watched every scrimmage game this week, so I, I could not be more pumped for basketball. And then this golf tournament is, is awesome. Uh, we've got 45 of the top 50 golfers, and there's no cut. It's, I love these kind of tournaments because you don't get screwed after the cut. If your guy's going to play good, he has a chance to come back and play good for you. So th this is the WGC FedEx St. Jude's Invitational. It's played at TPC Southwind in, in Memphis, uh, Tennessee, and the weather's uh, should be decent there. There's always a chance of a thunderstorm this time of year in Memphis, but uh, so far so good. We'll see how that uh, if that holds up. Uh, the course is only a par 70. There's only two par fives, so that's a little bit of difference of, of some of the courses they've been playing recently. But uh, there are 12 par fours, and they're long as all get out. So, uh, you know, you need to have some distance. Uh, the course is playing 7,200, so it's not over 74 like a couple of the courses we've played. But the, the big test will be those long par fours and uh, – you know, one thing I can tell you about that course is it is heavily treed uh, on a lot of holes. So you, there's not open space to just bomb it and blast it and spray it around. Uh, you're going to get yourself into some major problems, uh, major tree issues uh, if you do that. So, you know, there's a lot of key factors to look at in this. And, uh, you know, I think that it's going to be a good test with no cut and the best players on a course where you need to have really a full game to do well, uh, that it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'll, I'll throw it to you here sh shortly, but before we get started, I want to uh, thank our presenting sponsors for today's podcast, and we have two of them, mybookie.ag. Go to mybookie.ag uh, and put in the promo code COACHTALK, no space, 
and uh, you get up to 50% of your first deposit all the way up to a thousand bucks and a $25 free play just for being a listener of this podcast. And also our friends at tvg.com, they are still offering and got to take advantage of it as long as it lasts, which is the $300 risk-free bet. Uh, best thing to do is go to dfscoachtalk.com, click on the big banner that says risk-free bet $300. And uh, you put that $300 into your TVG account and bet it on a horse. If he loses, you get the entire $300 back. So great offer. We love our sponsors. We appreciate uh, them uh, stepping up to help us produce this show for you today. And We'll be, uh, well, this golf show will be out uh, early enough around dinner time today, and you'll have all night tonight. You get ready for uh, a tea time tomorrow because of the shorter field isn't extremely early. So if you, you do have a chance to get up in the morning and uh, put your, your plays in then too, I just wanted to let everybody know that because usually if you, you know, you get up and check it, it's like 8.30 in the morning, you may be already uh, sunk. So uh, you'll have a little extra time to to uh, grind this one out. So, all right, man, I've, I've got a lot of good tidbits here I want to share, but let me throw it over to you first and let us know how you uh, developed and built some uh, lineups here. Well, you mentioned the, you know, all the trees and at 7,200 yards, at only par 70, distance is important. And you combine that with the, the trees trying to hit the fairways. Uh, that's one of the reasons we all looked at the strokes gained off the tee stat. Yeah. And I also looked at strokes gained approach. Uh, we also have another article up on our website, dfscoachtalk.com. Freddie Mills put that one together. Uh, he's been It's a really good, it's a yeah. really good article. Nice piece. So take a look at that. Uh, he looked at those stats as well. So I, you know, I, I kind of went through all the rankings and it was kind of fun because you, you recognize with, as you said, 45 of the top 50 players in the world, basically all the guys who are strokes gained off the tee, the leaders, I mean, they're all in this tournament because, you know, that's really the key. One of the major keys to scoring and winning, of course, is that overall uh, driving stat. So you know, looking looking at some of these guys who are high in strokes gained off the tee as well as strokes gained approach. Um, some of the guys who stuck out to me, Rory, not a surprise, uh, top 15 in both. Xander yeah. Shoffley, top 16 in both. Victor Hovland, eighth in both. Uh, Paul Casey, our, our best friend here recently who couldn't make the cut. Don't bring Minnesota. <laughs> he's, he's top 10 in both of those stats. Yeah, he's uh, bottom 10 in coaches stats. That's all I know. I'm he was top 10 in, in lip outs last week, oh. violent lip outs that Did were you, just. Was it just me or were those holes cut a little screwy? I'm serious. I, I've never seen that many putts go halfway down and lip out. I don't think they were cut. Properly. That's just my theory. It must be why he missed the cut. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm look. I'm digging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, here's another surprise for a guy who's in the top 20 in both of those stats. Corey Connors. He's 16th in, in driving and 13th in strokes gained approach. And 
for a guy who's sort of middle of the pack in price on DraftKings, he's only 7,300. He has played here before. He was tied for 27th last year. I mean, th those are pretty good stats for a course like this. Um, Ryan Palmer, top 20 in driving and 52nd in strokes gained approach. And the big story with him recently was we, we heard about how he got a, a putting lesson from Steve Stricker. Yeah. He was a phenomenal putter. And all of a sudden, uh, Palmer, you know, propelled up the leaderboard. And uh, again, 6700 really nice price. He has finished uh, in recent years. His best finish here is 22nd. And then a couple more here, uh, both in the top 25, Justin Thomas and Morikawa. Morikawa hasn't played here yet. Justin Thomas was 12th last year. So as you combine those two stats, those are some of the guys that, that stood out with uh, the overall season rankings. I like it. I, I usually try to, as the listeners know, I usually try to pick out, uh, obviously I'm looking at multiple stats, but I try to pick out the key one to review on this show. And from everything that I read and looked at with this course, it was shots gained tee to green was the one that seemed to be the most impactful to me. So let me throw a few of those names uh, to you to sort of build on your uh, pool of guys that you've mentioned. And what I like about this is we're starting to get a reasonable enough sample size that the, the, the statistics mean something. I mean, we were studying these after, you know, uh, you know, four or five rounds of golf when it first started. So we're, we're as I'm looking at these top uh, 10, they're uh, 46 to 62 rounds of golf. So now we're getting a, a reasonable sample sample size here. So here are the guys uh, that I wanted to highlight in the top 20 in shots gained tee to green that I think it's, it's substantial. Again, it's a good sample size. You have Justin Thomas, number one, followed by Sergio Garcia, Rory McIlroy, Hideki Matsuyama, Tyrell Hatton, Colin Morikawa, which is pretty impressive for a rookie, and you have DeChambeau is still in there, Patrick Cantlay, and John Romp. I mean, that sounds like the all-star Ryder Cup team pretty much. So this, you know, th that's what makes, you know, this a tough week for, for really rostering. You've got so many guys up at the top, and the pricing is tougher on both DraftKings and FanDuel, in my opinion. Um, you know, to me, it's... Not the guys I just mentioned, because really a, a combination of those guys are probably going to do very well. It's going to be the medium to value price guys that are going to be the diamonds. So that's where I'm counting on you, Andrew. You're the okay. you're the value golfer guy of, uh, that I best one I've seen. So hopefully we can grab uh, some guys that fit the bill there, because really of the re and I'll give you the other ten in the top twenty here. But, you know, I've looked at different lineups, and I can't fit more than two of these top 20 into a, a reasonable lineup that makes sense. So when you're talking about that, where four of your six guys are going to be middle-to-value guys, uh, it's going to really be uh, intense trying to pick those guys, whether it be somebody, like you mentioned, like Connors or someone of that, you know, a couple of guys of that nature are going to be key. So let me give you the other, uh, the final top 10 in the uh, shots gained tee to green, because I do think this is huge. Uh, Mr. Can't finish around on Sunday, Tony Finau, 
Victor Hovland, who you mentioned, he's up in all the the driving, accuracy, distance, all that. He is just so steady off the tee for a young guy. Uh, I have to say it, I don't want to, but Paul Casey, boo, cost me a a boatload of cash last week. Uh, Webb Simpson, Joaquin uh, Joaquin Neiman, Harold Varner III, which could be a sneaky guy, Harris English, one of uh, uh, Freddie's guys, and here's a guy that's quietly back in the ball game, Daniel Berger. You know, he's steady as a rock, too. And then Corey Connors, your boy, and the last guy is Russell Henley. So those are the top 20. I'm not sure if every single one of those guys is in the tournament, but pretty darn close to it, I believe. So that's that's really the stat uh, that I want to consider, along with the ones that you mentioned, in trying to build this, because it's a fine line, uh, you know, and you don't have to sweat the, the cut. So I want, you know, guys that, I'm going to trust for the long haul in four days uh, that are going to be able to, you know, hit a lot of uh, fairways. That's for darn sure. So, uh, yeah, you know, what's interesting about the top 10 that you mentioned, the the name that kind of sticks out that based on overall recent results this year wins, the guy who you don't, you wouldn't really expect to be there is Sergio. And he's also in, you know, the overlap of the stats that I looked at, he was third in strokes gained off the tee and 48th in strokes gained approach. Yeah. And, you know, they're just, there aren't that many guys who are in the top 50 in both of those stats. And so to be number two tee to green, uh, I mean, this, this sets up pretty well for Sergio. Uh, his last three tournaments, he's been fifth, 32nd, and 32nd. Yeah. Uh, so he's one of those... He is one of those mid-tier guys you could look at, and you don't have to worry about him missing the cut. So, you know, at 8000 on DraftKings, I think that's a pretty good value. Yeah, you know, he's played terrific golf. He really has, and fairly quietly, really. But uh, that's a good point on, on your – it's just every time I've looked at him in the last three or four weeks, I've considered him, but his price is, just seems a little too high. But he is, he's played to that price, so he, he deserves to be at 8K. Um, you know, he's, I think the, the time off really helped him. Some of the veteran guys, the older fellas, even Ernie Els uh, made a run. Tom Lehman almost made the cut the one week. I think the older guys, that, that hiatus from playing because of COVID, I think it helped some of them get refreshed and feel good because it you know the pga tour can be a monster grind with the travel and all the rounds of golf and the pro-am i mean those guys are busy you know constantly so you know just something to keep in mind if you're between a younger guy and a veteran i usually take the younger guy but right now the pocket seems to be the veterans are a little fresher if you're played well for a while in the one tournament uh so you know score one for some of the older guys if you're choosing between uh, some value plays possibly uh, at the end of it. Yeah, Coach, you know, speaking of the older guys and just the strength of this field and the pricing, one thing that's really interesting I I saw in DraftKings is the amount of major champions that you can get for under 9,000 is pretty incredible, really, to me. Yeah. If If you look at the pricing, in the 8K range alone, there's five guys who have won majors. In the 7K range, there are three guys who've won majors. 
even in the 6K range, there are four guys who've won majors. Wow. And I, I don't know if I've ever seen that. I think part of it is because you have so many of the top players in the world. Uh, part of it is because some of these veterans haven't been playing as well recently, so they're priced down. I mean, Henrik Stenson, 7,600. Uh, Phil is only 6,600. Wow. I mean, when's the last time Phil Mickelson was 6,600? And in the last five years, he has a ninth, a second, and a third on this course. Nice. So, uh, you know, there's a guy who, again, hasn't been playing that well, but he's one of these veterans who he's, you got to figure he's been home, you know, gearing up for the PGA Championship next week, and he's going to want to be ready to go here. Uh, so there's another guy I'm going to get some uh, exposure to at that price tag. It sucks getting old. No respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's but right. there are a lot of guys, like you said. Yeah, granted, they you know some of them may have won a, a major 15 years ago or something. But hey, you know you can put some rounds together when you're out there. There's those guys uh, are major champions for a reason. So. It, you know, it just it, it really makes this card very interesting. I mean, I, I think so far of all the tournaments and I'm surprised because it is, the, the you know, the week before major. But uh, this this event is really loaded and really wide open. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, why don't we hit some odds here? And because it looks like Vegas is having trouble making their mind up. Uh, who to make favorite. We basically have four guys dead even for the favorites of the tournament. So you get zero misses. You have Whoa. to get all four of these tied for the favorite to win the tournament to win the contest today. Okay. And should you should get it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got to be num new number one, Mr. John Rom. Correct. It's got to be your boy who finishes top five every week, Rory. The old number one, so we'll see yeah. if that makes him mad a little bit. I'd like yeah. to also sock him in the nose once for that, that <laughs> tournament, but that's yeah. okay. Uh, the guy I need to sock in the nose, Justin Thomas. He is. You got one more. Uh, hmm. All the money. Could it be Mr. Mister Popeye Bryson? It is Bryson. Right. Well done, sir. You are undefeated, I think, this season. So we've got Rom McIlroy, DeChambeau, and Thomas. According to my bookie uh, sportsbook, my uh, my bookie.ag. So go there, you can bet all this stuff. You, they have great stuff: PGA top five, 10, 20, first round to make the cut, all kinds of crazy stuff here. So if you're looking for some uh, some really good action uh, on on the PGA event, and really for all sports, uh, my bookie.ag is a place to go. And the other thing, too, I'll, I want to mention real quick here uh, before we go over the rest of the the, the favorites uh, to win this event is, you know, DFSCoachDoc.com is a place to go. This is the time to sign up. This is our what we've been waiting for for feels like two years, but it's been about five months, I think. But uh, we're here We're we've got all the major sports going. Uh, you know, as as you know, we're founded with the NBA. That's where we started our whole adventure. So we're really stoked up for that. We're going to be doing seven day a week podcasts in the NBA, and we're going to be providing a line, full lineups in FanDuel 
and our new feature, uh, what we call the coach's clipboard for uh, DraftKings. And what it does is it gives you a pretty decent sized pool of players to choose from. And also we highlight six core plays out of that group. So, so far our members have absolutely loved it. it it's uh, something we've messed with for quite some time. And I think we've got a really good combination uh, for our members. So come in and join. Uh, you can join for a week, month, a year, whatever you want to do. Uh, and you'll have full access to all our sports. Everything's included. Uh, you get all of our uh, information in Discord, all our uh, chat with pros, everything that we're doing in there. Uh, we keep the, the podcast in front of the paywall. We've always wanted to do that, and we'll continue to do that. So, you know, you, what we tell everybody is follow a process now that, especially that multiple sports are going. You know, if you can uh, listen to our podcast, then follow us in Twitter throughout the day. That's very important because we're all tweeting updates, weather issues, player scratches, injury news, COVID news, you name it. It's, we're po uh, putting it up there. And you can follow all of us at DFS Coach Talk. Or if you want to follow us individually, I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He is at Language Olympic. Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. And Freddie is at Freddie Mills 7. So check us out. Uh, we've got our uh, content up there, changes, everything else going. Uh, obviously, if you're watching this, you're watching it on YouTube, uh, please, it's important to us, a quick thumbs up and subscribe. If you can do that, it really makes a difference for us. We want to continue to bring these podcasts to everyone for free forever. So we do need that support. We do need to click on the subscription and the like. And if you're listening to us uh, on any anywhere podcasts can be uh, found, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, you know, uh, Google or, or uh, Apple. I mean, we're everywhere podcasts are posted. Uh, if you have a second on iTunes, give us the, the five stars, a little comment. We're going to start having some contests where we're going to have drawings uh, for those that post five stars and a comment on iTunes. And all of those things make a big difference because they all add up, uh, you know, and it makes a big difference with, our sponsors like MyBookie.ag and uh, TVG.com. So uh, we appreciate that, and you know, can check us out throughout the day. Okay, back to golf. Here are the guys, and this is this could be where the tournament is won or lost in DFS. Uh, if if you wouldn't mind, I'll give you two golfers and their odds, and why don't you give me a little commentary if you wouldn't okay. mind. The next two guys after those four co-favorites are Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley, both plus 1,800. Yeah, I mean, both such solid choices. They are, I mean, that's one of the words I think of for both of them is solid. They're good in all these stats. Uh, Xander has a top 27 and a top 52, or sorry, tie for 52nd. Uh, last year, Cantley was tied for 12th. So I guess I'd have a hard time actually picking one of those guys to win in uh, in this loaded of a field without as much course experience here uh, or without having played quite as well. Um, 
those guys are both going to be kind of tweeners for me um, because, you know, they're they're not in that range where you can really load up on like three or four of these guys in the lower 9K range. I think I like a little bit more on DraftKings okay. or, or the build where you get one or two of the real expensive studs and go with a couple 6K guys since you know they're not going to miss the cut. Uh, so they they're sort of tweeners for me this week. You know, it's funny because they're tweeners for me as well. I think they're going to be tweeners for everybody because looking at the ownership so far, those two guys usually garner pretty good ownership, and they're being both being overlooked as far as ownership goes this this week. So, you know, I've got some interest, multiple lineups. I could include either one of them or both of them. You know, I they're steady as a rock. You know, they're top U.S. players, Ryder Cup guys. You know, I, I can't argue anybody that puts Cantlay or Shoffley in their lineup. I really can't. Agreed. So, and again, it might be a steal with low, a low ownership this week. All right, the next two are 22 and 2,500 respectively. And one of these two is my favorite pick of the week. Ooh. And the two guys are Webb Simpson and Terrell Hatton. All right, well, I like Hatton a little bit better. He's been amazing with ball striking since the the restart, uh, a third and a fourth. Uh, last year was tied for 43rd here, so hopefully he'll be better in year two. Webb, you know, the surprising stat for me with Webb Simpson is that he's only 84th in strokes gained off the tee. Mm. And so it, on a longer course, I don't like him quite as much. He really eats up the shorter courses. So out of those two guys for me this week, I prefer Hatton. Yeah, I'm not on Simpson either. Hatton is is my, believe it or not, my favorite guy in the tournament. I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, I followed his career. He's not a young guy. He's been around, and he's played in Europe and on the Ryder Cup teams, etc. And the guy can play. And I don't remember a stretch where he's played any better than this. I mean, he's been in the hunt tournament after tournament and keeps going under-owned. You know, the best way to tell a guy is red hot is, you know, I always play the full tournament and then on on uh, Saturday I'll play the weekend as well. And Hatton has consistently been single di digits ownership uh, for the whole tournament. But then when we get to the weekend and everybody, the cuts are made and he's like in the top 10 or something, he's one of the highest owned guys. So that's a sure sign of, someone that hasn't gotten respect in the full tournament fields. And this guy is right up there in the rankings for keeping the ball straight. You know, he's used to uh, playing those those tough links courses where you can't spray the ball or it's gone. Uh, so I, I really like him. He's playing fantastic golf. Uh, and I think, you know, he's got the full game. He doesn't feel the pressure. He plays well on the weekends just as well as he does on Thursday and Friday. So... You know, at, at his price, he is a little pricey, but I think I'm going to get him at, at fairly decent ownership again because there's just so many guys to choose from that I think he'll be the single digits like he's been every week. And I'll tell you, I can't find uh, a weak spot in his game right now. He's putting great. Uh, you name it. You know, he's getting it done. So sort of a flyer uh, as a favorite guy, but I'm going to have a, a few shillings on him to win the tournament at plus 2,500, get a little rush, hopefully on Sunday from that one. I like it. So, all right, next two guys, interesting guys here. 
2,500 for Dustin Johnson. If you take Dustin Johnson, you have got courage because <laughs> that guy is in meltdown mode. And uh, Daniel Berger, 2,800, he's got my interest. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the guy's won here twice, and this is Berger we're talking about. DJ has won once, but his recent form, as you mentioned, is horrific. So you got to give the edge to Berger. He isn't quite trending in the in the direction that you want after that win in third place. He missed a cut at the Memorial, right? But uh, you know, he took last week off, coming back to a course he's had terrific success at. I, I'll give Berger the edge here pretty easily over DJ. Yeah, I just I know DJ is capable of going out and shooting sixty one on any day, but man, he just looked disheveled out there. He just had no focus whatsoever uh burger's dangerous I, I he's gonna be in the hunt for making some of my lineups i don't mind the fact that he took the week off i think that uh you know like you say his course history here has been good i think he's got a great chance all right two more pairings hideki matsuyama at 3000 and tommy fleetwood oh Ooh, no another big dog from last week 3000 uh, yeah i know it I, I got to give the edge to Hideki here uh, with the importance on ball striking. He's th 34th in driving, 5th in strokes gained approach. And uh, as you mentioned, to, I mean, Tommy Fleetwood was just a little bit off with the ball striking. And, you know, not only was he uh, a little bit rusty since last week was his first tournament since the restart, but he, on the season, he's 65th in strokes gained approach. So I, I'm going to go, I have to go with Hideki here. Yeah, you know, I know Fleetwood, it was probably a little tough to pick him last week when he hadn't played in such a long time. But uh, everything he hit was was to the right on with his irons, which I don't know. I'm sure he's working on it. But, I mean, it was literally, I'm not just talking a little right. I'm talking a lot right. And that's with, like, a 6-7 iron on some of the holes. He was just dead right. So I'm I'm totally afraid of taking him. I want to give him a week or two. He is a great player, but I want to give him a chance to, uh, you know, get into a groove. Matsuyama is a tough one for me, man. I, You know how there's certain guys in every sport you just can't get them right? Yep. I never can figure this guy out. I mean, he grinds and he's right in the top ten a lot of times. It seems like a lot of times that I have him, you know, he'll have one round where he just blows up and shoots like 75, 76, and then – He's playing catch up the whole time. So I'm not going to go with either one of these fellas, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't argue with you if you want to go with, with Matsuyama, but I would say Fleetwood until he gets his iron straightened out, I would beware. All right. The last one, and, and this is a fun one because it's two guys that you have rostered as much as anybody else, I think in the field. And these guys are 2,800 and 3,500. They're the next two in odds. Brooks Kepka and Matthew Fitzpatrick. All right. Well, I mean, you know, the overall talent and pedigree for Kepka is off the charts, but got to continue to tread lightly with him due to his recent form, due to the fact that his knee is still bothering him. He, I mean, you know, he does have excellent course history here. In the last five years, he has a first, a second, and a third. Whew. So on a normal week, if he was healthy and his game was in normal form, I'd you know pick him over Fitzpatrick in a heartbeat, but Fitzpatrick uh, tied for fourth here last uh, last year. 
He, of course, he finished third at Memorial, which is quite an impressive finish, uh, you know, in that field, on that course, under those conditions. So I'm going to have uh, plenty of Fitzpatrick this week. Wow. That's a surprise, but I don't blame you. I mean, he said his when he walks downhill, that knee is still tweaking and a little sore. And I know how that feels. And, you know, when that's in your head, boy, it's tough. But, um, you know, once he gets it going, he's going to light it up. And it's hard to ignore first, second, and third in the last five years. That's unbelievable. Um, but, you know, Fitzpatrick is a little expensive, though. That's the only problem I have with him. I like him. Like, you know, I've watched him closely the last three or four weeks because you've been on him. But do you think he's worth that salary, though? That's a good question. I mean, you know, if you look at DraftKings, the guys right behind him, uh, I, I do prefer him. Oh, you know, Hideki, Patrick Reed, Fleetwood, Woodland, who hasn't played well here, and then answer at 8,400. I mean, that's the first guy where I'm really going to consider, hey, you know, if I, if I save some money here, do I want to drop down? So in that price range, I, I do prefer him. I mean, 9,000 is more than I like to spend, but I will spend it. All right. Very good. A um, couple of other things real quickly, and then uh, we'll we'll get out of here so we can give everybody a chance to have some, some dinner and uh, start building some lineups, get ready for baseball, and then, of course, basketball tomorrow. I'm sure everybody's going to be fired up for that. A um, couple of things, dfscoachtalk.com. Catch us there. Sign up. This is the time to sign up. Uh, great group of members. We have some new members in there that are really mixing it up and sharing knowledge and information. And just, it's a great, great community. Uh, the best DFS community out there, in my opinion. Um, again, thank you to our sponsors, mybookie.ag and tvg.com. Um, please follow us again on uh, YouTube, DFS Coach Talk, and Instagram. DFS underscore coach talk. And uh, that's really the main stuff. Of course, I want to mention our charity of choice. Uh, it was two days ago that it was six months since Kobe's passed. And I hate to bring up a negative thing, but it's not negative when you think about the amazing things he accomplished and what a good, uh, what a good person that he was. So uh, the charity that was set up when he passed by his wife is mambaon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. And all the proceeds, 100%, uh, go to the surviving families uh, from that tragedy. So uh, that is where we're at today, man. We've got a hot PGA tournament here that's going to really be competitive. This is one of the more competitive ones based on pricing with all the big dogs in there that I can remember so far this season in PGA. So excited for that, fired up for some baseball, and probably not going to sleep much tonight, feeling like it's Christmas Eve waiting for the NBA tomorrow. Yeah, I know. There's a lot coming up. Uh, but you mentioned membership. One more carrot here. I've got a guy, a value play under 7K on DraftKings that we're going to give to our members tonight. Uh, invite you all to come in and uh, become a member it's somebody who is not named Phil. We haven't mentioned him yet, but I think he's a real key player this week. So hope you all will take advantage of this uh, this time to jump in as a member. Get the FanDuel lineup and the coach's clipboard 
for PGA on DraftKings. Absolutely. And I'm going to be uh, putting in Discord my other stud guy. That's what Andrew and I have had success do. And I've been picking the stud guys. He's been picking the value guys. Obviously, that's a lot harder. But hey, whatever works. You need so them I'll both. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be posting those guys in Discord. Uh, you know, so everybody has a chance to look at it in there this evening. So definitely join us. We'd love to have you. And we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, again, we'll be back uh, tonight for an incredible NBA breakdown of the reset and restart in the bubble. We're going to talk about sort of all the teams, where they stand, what moves. And there's a boatload of moves between guys that didn't make it. Uh, you know, because of COVID into the bubble or left the bubble or got hurt in the bubble. So we've got all kinds of shifting in, in mainly usage uh, with a lot of these guys. So we think we have, or we actually know we have some major nuggets. We're going to share some of those on our podcast this evening. And then uh, tomorrow we'll just, we'll be all over Discord uh, trying to take down that Millie Maker on the two game slate. So we'll talk about that on the NBA podcast tonight as well. We're going to combine that with our preview. Uh, we'll be breaking down those two games to try to give you a good base uh, to take down the Millie. I would love for our listeners and our members to be the ones that get a share of that. Uh, that's, that's what we're hoping for. So any final words, sir? That's it. Thank you all for joining us. Fantastic. Uh, and we do. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks for uh, sharing your day with us. And uh, for Mr. Andrew Hansen and our entire DFS coach team, I am coach. We'll catch you later for a little NBA, and then we'll catch you again tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.